Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Legends Only. My name is T. Kyle. And I'm Bradley. And this is your weekly pop culture podcast where we talk about legends only. And there is one legend that is legending. Is there? But not here. Where? Across the ocean, across the seas, skies, land. Canada? Yeah, overseas places like Canada. (laughs) Beyonce. Well, you could hear her from here. (laughs) (laughs) That's outside your window right now. Mm -hmm. She performed in Dubai. Dubai at the new Atlantis. Not sponsored. No, not sponsored. Nope. Yes. Beyonce performed at a hotel opening for a pretty penny. A set list that said... I'm not showing you even a little bit of what the Renaissance tour is going to look like. Nope. But we also found out some news. She hurt her foot. Relatable queen. Wow. Relatable legend. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe you two could text, share tips. Yeah. Maybe she could send me her doctor or something. Well, just cover it because maybe you need to wear some kitten heels. Yeah. Get lifted on a giant platform 50 feet in the air. I hear that helps. Yeah, so she had a foot injury, which now people are wondering if that's why the Renaissance Tour date announcement was delayed. Maybe there's some question about when she'll be ready. Kind of puts a a wrench into those plans. But she might still announce, and then it'll just be, you know, months from now. Do we actually think it was a foot injury? Or oh. was it 
her just being extra careful on the wet. Oh no! Catwalk. Somebody reported that she had a uh, foot injury. Oh, yeah. It's like official. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like a report. Well, she can still just stand there and slay. You know. True. True. She could. She did. She did. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes, she had a sound go viral, really, from it, from Drunken Love, echoing. In fact, it became a meme. TikTok talk. You know, mm-hmm. it, it, all these girlies are in their be- bathrooms trying to recreate it. Well, did you see what's now happened oh, because no. of Parkwood, like, ripping everything off of the internet? What? There's a gay who recreated it, <laughs> but it sounds pretty close to the original uh-huh. and now that is trending as like the sound because they ripped oh. the action or not ripped they um the powers that be mm. on the beyonce universe mm-hmm. have removed all of the tiktok Blue ivy yeah <laughs> to be clear <laughs> she's reporting everyone she's mass reporting and then going to watch coco melon <laughs> <laughs> she performed she did perform yeah grammy winner performer Steadily on her way to e Godding. Yeah. M- manager of her mother. <laughs> <laughs> get off your foot and get out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, this happened. Now, mm-hmm. I saw this tweet, uh-huh. and I was like, you know what? She spilled. And the tweet says, quote, Can't believe Beyonce is performing in a country that hates gay people. Babes, you're tweeting this from the United States. Well. And I said, you know what? She's got a point. I mean, when and, there are bills yeah. actively in Congress trying to ban drag events now. Well, I, you know, I can't even weigh on, in on this because Kylie just performed in Dubai like three weeks before that. Oh. A lot of our faves have done private shows for millions of dollars in Dubai. Yeah. 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 It's very like Hunger Games, you know? What? Like, it just feels like rich people are like... Ah! And you know we're all just Yeah. Yeah. Just like Hunger Games. <laughs> Have you seen Hunger Games? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> the lady that has the wig. Yeah. Yeah. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah, the I forget where they where they live, but right. The town where all the wigged people live <laughs> is very like Dubai. Gotcha. I'm canceled. That's t- <laughs> You know it makes sense to me. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. <laughs> In any case, it looked like a giant spectacle and she sounded amazing. So I hope that the check that she got oh God. goes into the Renaissance tour fund. Yeah. And then makes all the tickets cheaper for the fans. Oh, well, that won't be happening. But I do. Maybe it will go to the Blue Ivy Carter College Fund. Oh, she's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Self-titled took care of that I know 10 that. times over <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think she's good well the kids are set for they can go to college grad school get phds doctorates mm-hmm. and then whatever's after that yeah whatever <laughs> well over here in the united states of america there's some other faves on the charts there are some faves on the charts that's right Speaking of, well, so Beyonce was lifted on a platform and Miley's hanging from a trapeze. Miss mm-hmm. Miley Cyrus is number one, her first number one debut of her career. and her Blooming up the charts. Blooming? Yeah. Like a flower. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. There, I was like, yeah, sure. 
Troy rising Saban. from the dirt mm-hmm. and then blooming. Yeah, that's a beautiful visual. <laughs> rise up, tulip rise. Rise up, <laughs> tulip rise. She is number one for the first time in her career debut and then her second number one since Wrecking Ball. Wow. With flowers. And this song. It's difficult to get. Not everybody has that. At all. It's like uh, 13 Days Straight, I think, at number one at Spotify Global or something. Like, it's it's been crazy numbers. Miss Miley, those flowers are going the distance. You do have to put them in water, but. Yeah. Or you can hang them upside down and dry them out. Yes, you can do yeah. that. Press them into a book. Um, anyway, <laughs> the flowers are flowering and Endless Summer Vacation right around the corner she's killing it love to see it we do and the first number one debut of her career is pretty crazy i mean since the hannah montana days i know i felt like like see you again or like seven things didn't go number one right right i know it's even surprising that wrecking ball didn't like slam in at number one i thought it did too yeah i mean it did eventually but it was a slow climb it was a Climb. Oh, the climb didn't go number the one. The climb did not climb. The climb is such a bop. Sure is. It is the uh, the like a prayer for the Disney generation. Oh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh yes. Well, we also have. Oh, actually, no. Before we get off the charts, we're saying on the charts because also in the top ten, and we spoke about this last week. Shakira's ultimate diss track, her freestyle has launched into the top 10, her first top 10 since 2007. And she is killing it right now. This is a huge return to form for her globally, killing on the charts, setting all these records, and looking too while doing so, doing these dances on TikTok. It's practically doubled in streams since last week's episode. That's crazy. Almost 200 million. And then just to add fuel to the fire... Pique posted his first photo with the girl. Oh, confirming yeah. that. Yeah. And so that's only going to add to her bag, to be honest. Like, more people are going to be like, oh, who's that? Yeah. Joke's on you. Honestly. Act the fool, girl. I'm here. <laughs> Act the fool. Ugh, I'm obsessed with that. But I'm, I'm shocked about the 2007 stat. I'm not. Well, Shakira, oh. 2007. <laughs> When did She Wolf come out? Wasn't that like that was two thousand nine? Yeah, two thousand nine. I know. What was the okay? Pop culture died in two thousand nine. That's a reference. It's her first fifth. It's her fifth Hot One Hundred Top Ten hit. The last being two thousand seven, "Beautiful Liar" with Beyonce. Bob. Wow. Hi. I'm actually shocked it's not Chantaje with Maluma. That was huge. That was like 2016. Did Waka Waka go number one? No, because that would have been the... I think the... that's my favorite Shakira song. Oh, wow. I'm so glad that she did it at the Super Bowl. Ugh, it's such a bop. <laughs> Chantahe went to 51. That's shocking to me. But, well, uh, it's still better than some of our faves. That's that's very true. <laughs> Waka Waka, this time for Africa. Such a bop. Went to... Number three. 38. Oh, outsold. Outsold, Yes. That was back in 2010. Well, I'm excited. This clearly will expedite the Shakira album for sure. So I'm ready. I need a little more Ohosasi Shakira, though. We'll see. I like this side of Shakira. The calling out her man side? Yeah. Me too. 
Oh yeah, I want her to go back to really biting lyrics and rockier side. It is fierce. Congratulations, Speaking, Shakira. Yeah, congratulations, Shakira. Speaking of 2007, actually. Oh, blackout, iconic. But know what else happened in 2007? What? Where's your? Where's your? Where's your dignity? I think I'm you lost it. Tired. <laughs> I don't. You know what? I'm wearing pleather. I don't need to. I think you lost it in Murray Hill. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that so is where true. your dignity yeah. goes to die. Let me tell you. <laughs> yes, dignity came out in 2007. Many gay men came out in 2007, and Hillary Duff came out to watch what happens live. Over the past week, she made an appearance. She's promoting How I Met Your Father coming back. Let's talk about the husband. Let's talk about the father. Uh, she made an appearance that, well, she was in a mood. She was, but she did keep it honest. She was in an honest mood. Yeah, I appreciated the honesty. I don't know if the drinks were hitting or if she was just being unfucked in general, but she very clearly did not want to talk about music. No. In any shape or form. And there were about four moments that she made it very clear. Like throughout the whole half hour, she was dragging her music. She was asked about new music where she literally responded, I'm tired. I'm tired. And Andy I'm was tired like, too. Uh, uh, He's like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, I'm wearing pleather. I. Uh. <laughs> okay. Okay. It's very Whoopi Goldberg. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Then she's asked if she's aware that gay men love Sparks, you know, referencing the millions of tweets. Y'all let Sparks flop tweets. And she was basically like, I, okay. <laughs> I guess I know how much they appreciate it. Yeah. Then in the intermission, they played what dreams are made of, and she sort of like side eye the crowd and how like, do they find that? Acknowledge <laughs> <laughs> and did not we sing pay along. Your <laughs> it wasn't a great showing for the music stands of Hillary. Definitely not very encouraging. Yeah, this did not give me hope for 20 years of metamorphosis, which is this year. Okay, well, I'm sure she will not be acknowledging on Instagram. No, I have it on vinyl. Well, she doesn't. You know, she famously, she likes to go away on vacation. She likes to not... I think she's ashamed of her early music. I think she's one of those, like a Mandy Moore, who's like, I don't associate with what dreams are made of, like... She begrudgingly right. plays like, into we it. Stand, yes, but she is like, oh, that's so cringe. That I think I did that. she's afraid of or resents like not being taken seriously, which to a degree I Who understand. We took, we her took seri- it seriously, Hillary. If you're out there, <laughs> we took it seriously. I literally quit a job because why not? Came on the radio, and I thought that it was a sign from the- to it take was a, a sign. crazy chance. Yeah, remember when I was at MTV and I was like wanting to go freelance. Yeah, And I was like, it'll happen when I feel it in the moment. Right. And I went in and they like fired all these people. And then I was sitting at my desk and Why Not came on. And I was like, you know what? Why not? And I hey. put in my notice. <laughs> it is serious, Hillary. It is serious. <laughs> Changed the course of my life. Jeez. Yeah. I mean, I never love when a pop queen disses the old stuff. No. But she just fully 
did not want to acknowledge music. And she didn't even give a canned answer of, oh, you know, right now I'm acting, but, you know, I always love music and I'll get back. It could have been yeah. anything like that. She was just like, oh, fuck that. She literally said, if it's over, let it go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no. She should have said it so yesterday. <laughs> she sure did come clean. She talked about that, too, being the theme song for Laguna. Oh, right. And Sweet 16, Bop. Yeah. I don't know if she genuinely hates hates it, but she just doesn't want to talk about it right now, I guess. So I wonder if she thinks that she's being bullied about Sparks. That's what I think is like, I feel that she's afraid that she's not taken seriously and that she's a, the butt of the joke sometimes. Right. Like she thinks that gays are making fun of her. Yes. So I do feel like she doesn't get that people genuinely like the music in a lot of ways. Justice for Confetti. Justice for My Kind. Mr. James Dean. Justice Gypsy Woman. For Gypsy Woman. Hillary, you want to have a conversation? Well. Give us a call. Honestly. We will change her mind about her music. We need to. Someone needs to. Someone does. Breathe in, breathe out. <laughs> she made a top 10 list. Breathe in, breathe out was so underrated. It really was. She needs to understand why the Sparks tweet is what it is. People were championing her. Also, I need to apologize to her because, like, I'm the reason why fan demanded version. True. We've explained this before, but, like, I'm literally the reason why because yeah. of my YouTube comment. Mm-hmm. Yes. That everyone thumbs up. Yes. Well, you're kind of the reason she resents her career. <laughs> I play a little <laughs> small role in it. One comment changed her life. She's like, I gotta do more arm windmills in this fan demanded version. Okay, to be fair, what the hell was that editing? The editing was insane. So, Bumble promo. No, the original video is an atrocity. Yes. To be clear, you did the it's right thing to demand, fan demand, <laughs> the version that we yeah. ended up All getting. All caps. <laughs> oh. That's going to be my legacy. I've peaked. Yeah, it's like you doing a Miley twerking turkey and my oh, and yeah, the fan demanded. Too. Yeah, that was like a big thing. Uh-huh. That's your legacy. <laughs> Honestly. Twerking Turkey, fan-demanded version, Housewives ASMR. Yes. I'm over. Well. Well. I'm not that way anymore. <laughs> Actually, no. Wendy's Groove is going viral on TikTok right now. Oh, the amazing. The kids. Yep. Mm-hmm. Big Wendy sounds happening over there. Yeah. Well, anywho, mm-hmm. Hillary, we stan. We sure do, even if you don't. Literally. And she's married to, like, a fantastic music producer. Yeah, that's the annoying part. Maybe that's why she hates it. Maybe. Because <laughs> he's probably like, okay. <laughs> Trying to force her to get on songs. Give me a beat. She did begrudgingly do Never Let You Go in 2020, Bob. but I do feel that was probably like pandemic. They were in their home studio, mm-hmm. bored. Needed someone to put down vocals yes. for a demo. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, how cool would that be if you just like had a queen of pop that you were like married to and you're like, hey babe. <laughs> I need to do this demo. Yeah, I know. That's why he did it. Matthew wow. Coma. He's very funny on Instagram stories. Oh, is he? Yeah. I have to did check you that see out. that uh, Hillary Swank blocked him finally because he always tags her? <laughs> Anytime he talks about I didn't. his wife, Hillary. That's so funny. And then he posted that he got blocked. Amazing. <laughs> Deserved. <laughs> wow. But he's in the know with TikTok. Yeah, like he gets it. I feel like he told Hillary about the dance. For sure. Yeah. And then she had to fucking learn it again a little bit. 
I she mean, was so let's mad. Be real, it's not that hard. Well, yeah. <laughs> let's not scare her off any further. Did anyone else in college try to learn the with love choreo? Like that was a thing. No. Oh. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So I like never forget. There was these girls that I was um, that I was friends with, and I would always go to their room, and I was like, "Oh my god, you guys! I learned the new Hillary Duff dance," and I went to go perform it for them. And like one of the times you hit your head. No, <laughs> it was that, and then we also learned the buttons breakdown with the fire. Yeah, that was what we did in college. Right, right. We'd drink and learn music video dances. Buttons. Oh, that is an important one to learn. Anyway, I was busy learning K-pop dances. I'm sorry. I was like, Boa, my name. I downloaded this torrent of this dance program that wasn't even openable on my laptop. Anyway, it was a whole thing. But I got it. Darren's Dance Grooves. Yeah. I oh, had that, of course. Well, know who doesn't hate their music? Who? Taylor. Oh, Miss Swift? Mm-hmm. No, she doesn't. Sung by, produced by, written by, performed <laughs> by, edited by... Get a good lawyer. Yeah. Just when you thought it was safe to breathe this new Music Friday, she said, hello, here's a visual that I've teased a couple months ago. Remember me? Lavender Hayes music video featuring Lavender Hayes. Breathe in, breathe out. Bre- well, <laughs> that probably was dangerous. Yes. I, I, I think wouldn't... it was CGI, but. Well, yeah. But I think there was still like some smoke screens. Yeah. Right? Probably. Yeah. But yeah, the music video featuring Laith Ashley, trans model, activist, uh, actor. Hot. Hot. Professional hot. Which felt intentional for a choice from Taylor. So. I appreciated that from her. Yeah. It was very dreamy, very 70s. I think she called it like a 70s warm slumber party or something or other in the description. But I get the vibe. The Midnight's aesthetic is interesting. It's very perfume. Mm. Brittany, I said it. I would say perfume slash slumber party for sure. Mm-hmm. She's just having dreams with a man in bed and watching him on the TV and in like that milk bath. Yeah. It's very retro mystical. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's how I would describe it. Ethereal retro. Mm. New aesthetic. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I like the vibe. Same. You know. I think it makes the song cooler. Agreed. The scene with her in the bathtub. Agreed. Slay. I have well, to say, she is maturing, and I really like it a lot. Yeah. A grown woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I liked it. Wow. <laughs> not a Swifty. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not a Swifty. I mean, I'm not either, but like... I know. I know. I just love bright colors so i'm like ooh, wow yeah it was very aesthetically pleasing yeah I thought. Mm-hmm. and when she opens the blind it's like the koi fish oh yes a little what does surreal. it mean yeah oh i mean i'm sure that the stands are in spirals trying to figure out that like incense that burned at the beginning the koi fish the the weather report the fact the vinyl opened with um there was like a mastermind vinyl that opened the yeah there video. was something I'm tired, to quote Hillary Duff. Mm-hmm. Just I'm give just me pretty colors. Sitting here wearing pleather. I just don't need just... to be investigating Easter eggs. No. On my... Not on the Lord's Day. I just want to pop an edible and look at colors, okay? Yeah. I think give that was a a very much a video for that. Yeah. She has to feel slightly annoyed, I feel, that she can't just throw in 
a fish without people being like, well, when she was born, she mm-hmm. actually lived next to an aquarium <laughs> and that fish was in tank number 13. Mm. And if you do the math, speak now, Taylor's version incoming. Literally. <laughs> Like the origins of the fish, where it came from, yeah. what the colors mean, the scientific meaning behind it. Yeah. How many scales are on every single fin, how many fins there are. Mm-hmm. It's exhausting. Yeah. But that's what happens when you do Easter eggs. I mean, she's famous. She's fine. She's famous. I think. She is. You know what the vibe wasn't giving me, though? What? It wasn't giving me burlesque. Oh. <laughs> 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 but what was giving you burlesque? Um, it's giving me burlesque vibes. <laughs> <laughs> what would you say? Half up, half down almost in a way? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Legendina Godulera is once again making my week with photo dumps of the... Oh, I'm sorry. Moments from the Aguilera archives. La Luz. La Luz. One whole year of La Fuerza. It's more than just music. It's the memories, collaborations, and moments. She's providing behind-the-scenes looks. I mean, as we've talked about, look after look from this era. Oh, my God. I love the La Luz era. I mean... Or wait, it's not La Luz era. It would well, be this one is, Aguilera era. Yes, Aguilera as a whole. <gasps> and this one's La Fuerza. Aguilera... She literally has era in her name. Oh my god. Wow. <laughs> She's been hiding that this whole time. I just realized that. <laughs> well, she posted one video that I absolutely adore from behind the scenes of a music video where she's just walking through a corridor cackling like a hen. Cackling like a hen. <laughs> and says, It's giving me burlesque vibes. As it should. I was w- waiting for someone in the background to be like, iconic. Iconic. Allie. <laughs> and she just, she just gets it. The self-references are always a delight in my opinion. And yeah, to be referencing burlesque, a dream within a dream. <laughs> I was what? like, wait, wrong queen. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's all I had to say about that. Did you see the one that she did where she punched Christopher Buckle like in the balls back. So I think he posted it on his Instagram. Oh, no, I didn't. And see. she's just cackling sitting there. I'm sure that was totally an accident. <laughs> it's the wrong highlighter. Sorry, Christopher. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you got my blue red lip sense. <laughs> Extina by day, Extina by night. Oh, my God. Wow. Well, speaking of movies, speaking of film. The 2023 Academy Award nominations are in, everybody. Are you shaking? No. <laughs> <laughs> They're no lows, but they, they are certainly, notable. They are notable to some, I'd say. It's an interesting awards race. But of course, to bring it to music, we have the Best Original Song category for the Oscars. And... There are some names that are a little more familiar. We've got... My Stephanie (laughs) Jeromato. Lady Gaga, no surprise in my opinion, took a nom for Top Gun Maverick's Hold My Hand, featuring her Freddy Krueger claw at the Chromatica Ball. Yeah. This was not a surprise. No. At all. 
See, I feel like this song was made for this, yes. not for Chromatica Ball. No, no. It very clearly is straight but rights, beer rights, plane rights. I wouldn't know rights. because I couldn't attend. No, so. we, were, we were not there. We also have This Is A Life, Mitski and David Byrne from Everything Everywhere All At Once. We have Not To Not To from RRR, which my father made me watch. A very entertaining segment. I think that might actually win. That could be the sleeper hit. We've got applause, applaud, applaud, applaud. Diane Warren wrote that one with Sophia Carson performing it. And then we have Wakanda Forever, the Black Panther anthem, Lift Me Up by Rihanna. Bob. Girlies, load into your 2011 stan accounts. <laughs> it's Gaga versus Rihanna. Rihanna is about to win an Oscar, in my opinion. I I actually think the RRR song is going to win. But um, nope. Well, it won the Golden Globe already. True. <laughs> but I do think, I don't know, it's possible. If it's not, I do think Hold My Hand will probably edge it out if it doesn't. I don't think there was any heat around Rihanna's song. <clears throat> well, <laughs> Burlesque got the Golden Globe. Burlesque did get the Golden Globe. But did not get the Oscar for best song. So Rihanna is still in the running, I think. You know, it's possible. I just don't know how likely it is. I don't feel like it culturally made as much noise. But well, there is a remix of it out there. Hmm. There is a remix of it. I am going to toot my horn. Okay, so maybe you will. You I've know, surpassed. We don't know your connections with the Academy. I have none. Well, we don't know. <laughs> me I, I haven't watched well i watched megan m3 again but right <laughs> um no my remix of lift me up has surpassed fifty thousand streams and some of them and guess what i didn't pay for it some of them may be in the committee so we never know i literally did no promo well lift me up this is a life not to not to applause and hold my hand. It is funny that Gaga is in a, na- a category with a song called Applause. Yeah. Very funny. But I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. Coming soon. Coming very soon. No, it's never coming. What's that? The Madonna movie. <laughs> Canceled. For now, at least, the Madonna biopic has been shelved at Universal Pictures. This makes sense to me, though. Yeah. I because feel like it's not over. Like her life, you mean? Well, this, her her story <laughs> is not done. Correct. Well, I think I spoke about it on the pod before that I thought it was, you know, I said it was dead in the water for a while and that there were creative differences and I had heard it, it was had all gone away. And now it's sort of official. For now, at least, there are some theories that she might be using the Celebration Tour funds to do it herself and make it even more by Madonna, directed by Madonna, written by Madonna, funded by Madonna, which would mm. be very Madonna. Or it's just quietly gone away for now. Maybe she'll hand off the reins to someone else. I don't see that happening. But I've also always said that I have a problem with the format of this. I don't think it's a movie. No. I think it's like The Crown. I think it's a docu-series. I think you could do each decade as an, a season. So... I've never loved the idea that was becoming a movie because I think her early life could be a movie of like coming to New York. I think certain eras could be, but I, I don't, if you fit it all in, it's going to be a, 
a mess, in my opinion. Yeah, it needs to be more like the Janet doc, mm. which I even felt like that was too short. That was too short. Yeah, way too short. Yeah, they would skip over entire album eras and just like name the album. And I'm like, wait, but mm-hmm. there's too much. So I won't love if they're just like, they zip through the 90s after the sex book or something. I will be very angry. I don't know, but it doesn't matter because it's not happening. Well... The official reason is that she's focusing on the tour, which fair enough, because at this point she's announced a comical amount of dates. It's stretched into 2024 at this point. She just announced like London, New York at, in December, some more dates. Yeah, she's swinging back around. Lord. It's giving circus tour tease. Let us hold hands, bow our heads, and pray for the hip. That's all I have to say, because that is aggressive. Forbidden love. I'm hopeful. I'm concerned. It's just adding fuel to my reason for why I'm going opening night. Like, let me just see this now. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm excited for her. And yeah, I, movies shelved for now. We'll see. It's fine. TBD. And yes, it's definitely fine. Celebration tour outsold. Celebration tour outsold. And I actually genuinely think if it wasn't for the movie prep, she might not have done this because she kept looking through her archives she was finding her song. She did the Finally Enough Love remix set. If she wasn't constantly bombarding herself with memories, I don't know if she would have been as keen to do the greatest hits. So I do think it did make Celebration Tour happen. I can see that. You like, know, Oh, I am a legend. Right. I really think she was forced to confront her legacy and be like, oh, wait. Yeah. Because she hates... She normally does hate looking in the past. So I feel like it did inspire this so everything happens for a reason wow we're never getting a celebration tour from hillary duff (laughs) (laughs) unfortunately the i'm tired tour Ooh, honestly yeah (laughs) (laughs) same santa claus lane oh that could be the pit that could be oh my god like she could name that one of the like the rose (laughs) the santa claus lane (laughs) yeah well, on the subject of canceled. Yeah. Know what hasn't been canceled yet? What? The Real Friends of WeHo. Shocking. I know. I was actually, well, not canceled, but like. Shuffled and programming. I really cannot believe that they kept it in that 9 p.m. slot. It's so glaringly bad. And I don't like, just mean the program. I mean like to have it there. Yeah. It is. Because once again, I did the watch party, for instance, and we had to just wait an hour. Obviously, we turned that off and the sound off. And then came back for Untucked. But wow, that really is just yeah a choice. And some I'll of the admit stars... it. I gave it a second chance. Oh, Jesus. I did. And I... You love I, it. You love it. No, Leo. I don't. Yes. I don't. You love this show. You're I, a number one fan. No, You're shaking I, for Joey's a zug. No, it's not true. <laughs> Although he's like the most interesting part of the show, which is not saying a lot. <laughs> but I tried again, mainly because I didn't want to move yeah. off my couch. And I was so bored we literally and like dorian was so clown in it oh. i was like oh no well he actually no i don't know if it was him one of the cast members i didn't even see which one oh the expose about how it was supposed to be a-list, A-list la Lo- yes you saw Paramount that too plus yeah it was supposed to be a-list los angeles they never said that they were you know real friends of weho because i'm n- i don't live in weho he was saying like he feels bad. Oh, yeah, and him saying, like, we're not friends, yeah. too. <laughs> who was it who said it? Dorian. Oh, okay, it yeah, was yeah. Dorian. Because I just saw the headline or, like, the um, screenshot of the expose, and I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, well, 
I actually believe that. No, me too. Because the poster does look like A-list. I the old A-list poster where they're sitting believe. by the pool. I don't know why they rebranded it. I don't know why they did a lot of the things that they did. But yeah. Yeah, I believe that. So But it was not giving. <clears throat> no. It's no. not even like if you're gonna if you're gonna steal the Real Housewives brand like so shamelessly, like with that title, I would believe it more if it was on Bravo. Have it be a Bravo production. It's mm-hmm. not even it's it's it already leaves like a sour taste to be like it's not even a Real Housewives show though. It's yeah. like a knockoff. So in any case, I'm done talking about them. Done with it, honey. Done. Oh, but Drag Race did occur. We had the room fashion sewing challenge. Mm-hmm. House of. I mean, as soon as they named the houses, I would only want to be House of Visage. Same. Please. Jersey. Yep. Zebra. Come on. Tits out. Drag. Yes. Did you have any favorites? Any standout moments? Yeah. So why don't we discuss our front runners oh, of the, the front week? Of the week and of the series? Yeah. How we're feeling so far about the girls this week. Spoilers ahead. Yeah. Spoilers ahead. So well, if you didn't watch, just like skip or like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. To close your ears, <laughs> honey. Okay, front runners for me are Sasha Colby and Mistress and Lucy. Yep. So of the episode or the season? Season. Okay. Those are my top three. Those are literally mine. Mistress, wow. Sasha, Lucy. Yeah. But I feel like with the editing, they're doing a good job of having underdogs kind of pop through yes i would agree like this week with lux lux won the challenge and that was deserved for sure as far as the episode lux and sasha's were my fave yeah but yeah overall i see it for definitely mistress i feel like they're um doing a good job of kind of like throwing you off a little bit with the edit did i throw you off a little bit yeah like i felt like amethyst with the beginning of the season the edit that she was getting, I was like, uh-oh, she might be a, a sleeper hit Yeah, that's going to yeah. go really far. I felt sad for Amethyst. Yeah. I mean, but two years of drag, you can only do so much. I often wonder, like, what's the goal with having somebody who's only been in drag for two years on the show? Like, do we really think they're going to win anyway? Like, I don't know. I do see the potential in her, and maybe that's, you mm-hmm. know, it does make sense why she was chosen. There's a sense of humor. Yeah. But like, you know. It causes contrast. It, do- and it does. That does make it interesting. Arguments and- True. And all-star potential. Definitely. You know, someone who's established. And good for her for holding it down for three lip syncs, you know? Yeah. I mean, to get through th- to three. That tweet from Hey J fucking sent me. What did he say? <laughs> Selena eating Jack Antonoff oh. up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. She really did, though. Yeah. That was good. Yeah, they did Janelle Monet's Queen... I really disagreed with that placement in the bottom two. Oh yeah, a lot of people did. Selena's backpack was a sleigh. Yeah. And to go into the whole like, oh well, this isn't fitting you right. Oh, come on. It's I agree. pillowcases, Michelle. I agree. There was something weird in the bottom for sure. Yeah. But I will also say, like, nobody flopped. There was a pretty strong design season challenge, so it's pretty good. Agreed. Pretty, pretty good. But again, yeah. with the I've never sewn before in my life. Oh. Yeah. 
16, 15, 16 <laughs> seasons deep, and we're yeah. still doing that. All right. It'll be season 80, and the person will be like, I've never done drag before, <laughs> actually. I don't know why I'm here, honey. Maddie Morphosis. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen a gay person. Yeah. First openly homophobic contestant. Oh, God. <laughs> well, that's all of them. But <laughs> Also, just a general shout out, or like actually a dragging, a lot of these girls are going through it right now on social media. I don't know if you've seen. Mistress had like all of her accounts permabanned yeah. because of re- mass reporting, because of the most minor, dumbest Marsha, Marsha, Marsha inter- interaction from the week before that was not even, it was like light shade, I think. You all need to stop. Not Not the listeners, but like <laughs> I feel bad for the girls who are on Drag Race post- social media takeover because you truly can't be shady you can't have even playful or real fights Nothing. because no nuance everyone takes it these little shits take it so seriously and report you to hell and that's actually worse than the hate comments because hate comments can be engagement but like to get the account banned then you've you're losing gigs mm-hmm. and bookings so that's bad you can't promote yourself mm-hmm. and promote your so work. I just have to say, shut the fuck up and watch the show. And you all praise all these crazy fights from the early seasons. And then when people try even a little bit to do that, everyone gets so up in arms and they're so like hateful. Oh my God. I can't believe she said that about my fave block <sighs> report. <laughs> just boils my blood. Yeah. In any case, I hope it's she gets a fan base account. that is oh yeah active. They used to hack our systems back in the day. Oh jeez, yeah, they would hack the episode files out of the systems, God. and so then we literally had to like. It, anyway, it was very annoying. Yeah, I'm like, you're making my job harder. <laughs> Just enjoy the show for real. Anyway, speaking of runways, speaking of runways, no one else isn't canceled yet. What? This next segment that we like to call <laughs> High Fashion. Oh, so editorial. Guys, this is awesome. This is a billboard. This is super high fashion. Oh my god, that's so high fashion. So high fashion. Doja Cat. Doja. It is all about Doja Cat at Paris Fashion Week. Plain and simple. We didn't discuss it in the last episode, I don't think. But I she... think it happened right after, like the Sunday. Okay. I was editing, I think. Yeah. And I was like, oh. She showed up to Scaparelli Hot Couture, Hot Couture in 30,000 red Swarovski crystals done by Pat McGrath, makeup artist, applied by hand, giving you Slay! art, art, worst pimple outbreak of your life, high fashion. There were some memes that, that came out of this. One of them was people complaining that she didn't have lashes with this look. So what? she took that criticism in her follow-up look. I don't know if you knew that. Oh, I didn't know that that was from criticism. Literally, there were tweets that were like, she could have put on a lash. Oh, come on. You know your look is good if that's what people are criticizing. Yep. Like, oh, there's one stone. That fell off. Well, right after she showed up in a suit and wore a mustache and goatee and eyebrows made out of lashes. That's what the reference was. Look at that. That's that's how you troll. Responding in real time. Mm Mm-hmm. 
yeah, she's really become, and it's not the first fashion week or fashion show that she's kind of stolen the show, but she's really becoming like a fixture. Love it. Love a head turning look. Love, hate the boring people who are like, why? Or that's too much. Or I just, I'll never relate to or understand people who don't enjoy extravagance like that. Sure, I'm not going to wear oh that. God, I'm just like thinking me, me dragging Gaga during our pop era. Oh. <laughs> like, I was just a hater though. Right, that's different. And yeah. I do think to a degree that's what is happening, you know, with a lot of people who are haters. But yeah. I don't understand how you can't appreciate wild looks, even if you don't want to wear it. It's like, cool, thank you for doing something interesting for my eyes to see. I also feel like we've had a decent enough break from it that yeah. it's it's not so um frequent right we we go over that overload period where like everyone was doing it yes then it kind of took away 11 to 13 ish yeah yeah 2013 yeah i agree then we get into getting pops of color we are getting (laughs) pops of color (laughs) what's that oh um pop of color kristen takeman from new york Mm -hmm. we also had a very iconic lineup a girl group of my dreams at mugler Oh, this is wild. <laughs> Front row was Christine Quinn, Charlie XCX, JT of City Girls, Kylie Minogue, and Simone of Drag Race. With also participating in the show, Z-Way, Dominique Jackson. I think they were filming Z-Way for something, maybe? Yes, it, I think she was like emceeing or something. Oh, okay. She was definitely like talking. There's um, the one photo that she posted that yeah. is fucking slay yeah like the ponytail is like Mm. the hair is whipping and it's mid-motion oh yes 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 but yeah she um there's a video where she's like talking to lisa rinna and there's cameras on her yeah so i wonder if this is for her show or for if it's for something else it was quite the show i mean arca also snatched jt's purse in a viral video that i do they know each other i'm not i'm unclear i was confused by that i was unclear if that was a gig a, a gag or like what that was but there was also a video of Kylie leaning over and saying hi to Charlie. You know, I'll say it. Uh, Charlie was not Charlie? starstruck. She was not starstruck enough for my liking. She should have been a little more shook. But otherwise, <laughs> I was actually obsessed with the video because in the middle is JT, who very clearly is aware there's a camera. And she's like posing and not turning even slightly mm-hmm. while Kylie is leaning over to say hi to Charlie. Amusing all around. Charlie or Kylie became BFFs with JT. They were doing selfies and Simone, which... I adore. And I saw videos of them all dancing at Valentino. There were moments for Kylie. It was a good Kylie week, too. Well, the other Kylie was kind of slaying, too, in my opinion. Where? I was going to put it on the dock, but I was like, Brad's going to drag me for this. Yeah, what? (laughs) The lion head? The lion. Mm -mm. I give (laughs) credit to the artist Artist. who did that. Sure. Because some people think that they're real lion heads. They're not. And PETA actually praised them for not being, obviously. Yeah, sure. The art. Mm -hmm. And the one video (laughs) where the the girl comes down the runway wearing the same outfit as Kylie. Right. Yeah. I thought it was a slay, kind of. Well. I appreciate the sculpture of, or whatever it's, the, Mm. um, handwork in the sculpting i also have to i don't know if you saw shout out to noah cyrus did you see her chain look like she had her the boobs were fully out and she had like these giant chains over it i thought that was a look too yeah Hmm. Mm -hmm. love a tits out moment fashion week's back baby oh it's about to be back here fashion shows 
I know. I'm so unfashionable. It's like not even funny. Well, I'm wondering who's going to turn up. I wonder if Madonna will do something. I'm wondering who will be there. Do you remember back in the day when like Project Runway had their big show at Fashion Week and there'd be like spoilers of who was in the finale? Um, yes, absolutely. Oh, those were the days, weren't they? They really were. They don't do that anymore, do they? No, I don't think they do. No. No. But I just remember going on Oh No They Didn't and seeing all, because they would show like six or eight, but you didn't know who made the top four. Yeah. And I'd be like, oh my God, I hope it's this person. Slay. <laughs> my biggest fashion week success, I think I saw Moschino um, and Paris Hilton was there. I was there in a Sky Ferrera shirt and Versace X H&M boots. I looked terrible, but it was like 2012 or 13. I was doing like nighttime my time promo. Wow. <laughs> No, Someone invite us to Fashion later. Week. Yeah, I mean, you can get it to shows. It's just like you're not going to be front row with Lisa Rinna, but I don't know if Lisa was front row, actually. She was, I oh, think. Okay. All right. Yeah. Good for her. It would be fun to have someone style you. It, I would love that. One of the very few reasons I would ever want a boyfriend would be somebody who had any sort of vision for how I should look to just yeah. tell me how to look. I Like, hate, someone please find me something that fits right. I hate clothes shopping. I hate. Same. The whole process. Just give me something. Yeah. Stylist boyfriend, DM me. I know. It'd be fun to have someone like help you out. I mean, it happens. Like people do that. Yeah. But... Yeah. True. True. Well, actually, speaking of styling legends, <laughs> somebody was styled for a high fashion shoot that, I mean, we all sort of saw coming or wanted to happen, and it did. It's Terry Joe for Paper Magazine. Homosexual. Finally getting that paper spread, giving you church lady. <laughs> it's very church girl. Church girl. First communion. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. uh-huh. Baptism. Baptism. Chic. Mm-hmm. Very funny. Good interview. Chatting about not really knowing where to take it from here, but being unbothered. Having eight accounts that he cycles through. Oh, yeah. There's so many accounts because mm-hmm. they always get banned. Yep. Very entertaining. But it's still funny to me that people go on the live and don't know oh, yeah. the joke still. Yeah, that'll that that will happen still for a while, I feel. That's just like how big the earth is. Yeah. Six like, seven billion. There's, there's gotta be more than that. No, I think that's it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Work. <laughs> there could be eight billion people in a room and all you need is one. Yeah. Yeah, this is exciting. I don't know where she can take this because the humor won't land in mainstream. I agree. I think it's fine to keep it as is and maybe have a a new creative project to do, you know, like making the connections that you did through Terry Joe to do a different project. Yeah. Because I also think there's a thing of running a joke into the ground and making it bigger and bigger could really lose the funny, Mm -hmm. you know, if some sort of network sheen over it would like really dilute it. Yeah. So... But I do think making friends, making fans out of people in important places like Madonna, Doja could lead to other opportunities. Oh, absolutely. So SNL, Terry Joe. Honestly. I could see it. Oh, like a little Terry Joe weekend update segment. Yeah. I could see that. Doing comedy, like some kind of bit show. Yeah. Doing yeah. things. But I I like the attitude of not taking it too seriously and also not like immediately rushing to launch something based on it right is like good we love to see it yeah 
Speaking of TikTokers, I think it's time for a little segment that we like to call TikTok Talk. Oh, TikTok is out of control this week. Isn't it always? If it's not banned by the Senate by the time this is uploaded. Do you think it's going to happen? I don't know. And I also think there's something bigger happening because the 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 claim is that it's because China's taking our information, right? Like that's well, why everyone's taking everyone's that's, information. That's why I'm like that's not enough of a reason because all the apps are selling information. Right, Google, so hello, I'm Facebook. Like, yeah. I know that's what's really funny about it. It's like all the people, it's like you're using Facebook to complain about TikTok. <laughs> I don't know. I I feel like maybe other social media companies are swaying. Do you want to know what my theory is? Oh. Yes. I think we should have that conversation. So here's my theory. Mm -hmm. I feel like a certain political party Mm -hmm. is shook by how much information the younger generation is learning about capitalism and what's going on in the world and world events and Mm. inequalities that are happening around the world and all these hateful bills. And the younger generation is learning and it's like TikTok is opening them up to not just their own country, but like people all over the world. It's like uniting the world in a way. And I think that they want to censor Mm. people from seeing the truth about the world. Interesting theory. It's like the kids are not watching the talking heads on the news. Like I don't watch talking heads on the news channels. No, God, they're getting their information from activists around the world who are on TikTok. Interesting theory. I definitely don't think it's as simple as... Can't hold us down! The alleged reasoning. Definitely not. They're going to say that that's the reason. Right. But the real reason is the kids are smart and they're learning about the Mm. inequalities around the world that Mm. are happening Mm. Mm. and everything that's happening in Iran and everything that's happening around the globe. Right. Right. Well, it certainly does allow for that. Mm -hmm. They're trying to ban TikTok. They're trying to take away books. Can't hold us down. (laughs) (laughs) That's just my opinion. I mean, it could be a multitude of things, but it's definitely fishy. I will say that. But back to TikTok, while we have it, we do have. Good morning, Rita Aura. We're talking about you. She's noticed. Auraception. Rita is self-aware. Thanks to Yolanda Fister, friend of the pod, posting the Wendy Williams clip. Yes, and she duetted. Rita Aura duetted, noticed and is aware that we're talking about her. <laughs> Good morning, Rita Ora. <laughs> and we will be talking about you later. Yeah. So weird when the star notices. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the lights have gone on and all the rats yeah. are fleeing. I'm like, oh no, she oh, no, saw she us. Knows. She knows. God. Fucking little telltale rat. <laughs> Yolanda Fister. <laughs> she knows now. She's going to get us all banned. Exactly. <laughs> Well, <clears throat> speaking of ending people, <laughs> I think you should tell the tale of a Stan War okay, that has so, gone the distance. We have quoted this before, mm-hmm. but I don't feel like we've ever really told the story of this moment mm-hmm. because it has now happened and been um, it has come to light again. Right. So, <laughs> how do I even begin? Where to begin? Five years ago, there were two stands. And they got into a little argument about Zara Larson. Now, have you heard the whole thing? No. So I watched the full two-minute video. The editor, the director's the, cut? Yeah, the director's cut. 
And there's so much more to this. Oh, there's layers. Yeah, I'm gonna play it. We're gonna we're gonna listen through this. Is it a Selena fan versus a Zara fan? Or no? I did I make up that it's Selena? Yeah. Okay. So there's Ronnie. You, Ronnie. And there's Harry. Harry. I literally don't even know how, how to tell the story. So there's two stands, Harry and Ronnie. <laughs> they get into it on the sidewalk, and there is a video of it. And it has led to so many memes. But the two of them have continued like feuding and okay. like Ronnie's posted videos where he was doing a presentation. He was like, he made a comment like, and that's how many ticket sales Demi had or whatever. <laughs> so the two of them have gone on to continue to troll the internet in Stan Wars and stuff. Got it. But the reason why this story comes back around is because Zara mentioned Harry on Twitter and they got into it again. Oh, you think she's on Britney's level? She is. You're crazy. She's that role. She, she's oh, that who role is this? Okay, Ronnie had a point there. <laughs> <laughs> what did he so say at the beginning? The start of the fight is Ronnie just immediately saying, "You think she's on Britney's level?" Oh, Britney. You think she's on Britney's level? Oh. She is. You're crazy. She's that role. She's that role. <laughs> who is this? We're gonna give Ronnie a point <laughs> Ronnie there. A point there. <laughs> Spilled. <laughs> I am. Where the fuck did this my come name. from? My name is Harry. I'm a Zara Larson fan. <laughs> and basically, I come from like the outskirts of Siberia. So like, if you're gonna come for Zara, you're coming for all of Siberia too, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is the director's cut. This is, this is too much. Okay, so also I'm gonna say something that you're not gonna be able to unsee it after this. Okay. But Harry is giving like... You when you were a twink. <laughs> he kind of looks like you. He probably is. Let me see. Who knows who Zara is? Raise your hand. I do. I do. <laughs> Two out of three, three, four, four. Who knows Zara Larson? Raise your hand. Anyway, they don't care. I think that they're coming for Zara. Oh my god! Yeah. She's whiter than you and you put together. Women of color wear. Um, so Harry. Looks like me. Looks like you. Which looks like Amethyst from Drag Race. <laughs> <laughs> I see it. Yeah, so this is where Harry's early troll days come in because he says that Zara Larson is a woman of color. Oh, God. And they're all like... <laughs> Got it. Which okay. this it explains a lot of Harry's more recent behavior, which okay. we'll get into after this. Great. She's Nigerian. This girl was like, Zara's Nigerian. literally Nigerian. Someone says Zara is a legend. Zara's a Nigerian. Someone said, Who is Zara? Zara's a Nigerian woman of color. Zara's a woman of color. She's Nigerian. You know who you look? You know who he looks like? This is Charlie. XCX. Right? No. Oh. Oh. Charlie XCX. Oh my Charlie XCX, comedian. I'm so sorry. You're pretty cool. She's stupid. Don't touch. Don't touch. Here, oh, it got physical here. It started. Anyways, this is the kid that was shaking with the vinyl. And I was shaking with the vinyl because like, I was just shaking from rage. Like, you're so fucking stupid. Section I'm eight. stupid? Section 8 health. Fine, fine, fine. More than 10k. Here's the tea you that have, you, are, you are a Selena a wannabe. You're never oh, gonna be more than you have a tattoo to replicate her. All your music sounds like Selena. Bruh, all you, you do is obsess about Selena fucking Gomez. You have a career, no HM fucking employee minimum. And where do you work, bitch? It's actually minimum wage. 13 in this video? Yeah. Oh my god. Where the fuck am I gonna go? How old? You're fighting with the 13 year old. And you're out here? Yes. 
But you're fighting with a 13 year old. You're pathetic. Pathetic? You're the one that was shaking, sweetie, not me. <laughs> you're still ignoring the points. What's the point? I'm 13. And you're coming okay. with a 13 year old to defend someone. You stand you for Oh my god, you got me there. You got me there, Ronnie. Dar Larson. You got me there. No, he got me, guys. <laughs> guys, guys. So Ronnie puts his gum on the ground and is like, This is you. <laughs> you were the one that's shaking, sweetie. Wow, I did so not. So that is the origins of you stand Zara Larson. Wow, you really got me there, Ronnie. <laughs> so I feel. Like, I wish I could go back to when I didn't see that. (laughs) (laughs) I wish I could go back and do this. I wish you could transport (laughs) there back in time. Yeah. (laughs) But anywho, the reason why this is a conversation in 2023 is because Zara tweeted a screenshot of this video. God. And said, Harry is a legend in my books, referencing this meme. Oh my God. To which Ronnie replied, him being your only stand paid off for him. Aw. So then Zara quote retweeted Ronnie and said, after all these years and you can't stop mentioning me, my second stand, I fear. <laughs> I can't. I, and that was like a decade ago, right? I think it was like five years oh, five ago. Oh, five years ago? Yeah. Okay. Wow. So they're still going at it. They're still going at it. Mm-hmm. Nothing's changed. I would like to host the reunion, the sit down. This does feel like your territory. The mediation. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know if you'll find a middle ground here. No. no I don't think so. Well, I feel enlightened in a bad way mm-hmm. now that I know that this is the origin story. This is also important because we've mentioned this a few times on the pod. The guy who went to the Megan Trainer meet and greet and started singing the songs, sang the song to Kim Petras yeah, outside yep, yep, the lobby. Yep, yep. Guess who that is? That is that Ronnie? That is Harry. Harry. Harry has been on a tirade. He's the one rapping for everybody. Mm-hmm. Also, Leah Chloe Michelle. Grace, your mother. <laughs> Do you remember that video? Yes. Harry. Harry. It is all him. Wow. Terrorizing the girls. What's the handle? Um, I think like at Harry something. Okay. <laughs> wow. He's really making the rounds. Chloe Grace, your mother to these bitches. <laughs> That's Harry. The one who was like, I'm 13. Wow. Uh-huh. Still going strong. The lore. Yeah. Stan lore. Yeah. So thank you everyone for joining me for this <laughs> tale. I'm glad you were able to tell this story. It's so layered. Very. And I feel like I always quote it where I'm like, wow, you really got me there, Ronnie. <laughs> I say it all the time. You sure do. And now you guys know. Now we know. Ronnie mm-hmm. versus Harry. Yep. We're giving context mm-hmm. to the girls. Yeah. You know, explaining our... They could do sort of like an on-stage battle. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Zara really kicked up the dirt there. She sure did. You know who also kicked up some dirt? Oh, and some falsies, allegedly. And you did it at my birthday dinner. Well, it's Dramageddon 3.0. It is. Mm-hmm. Yes, Michaela, the TikTok makeup sensation with the heavy Boston accent. 
has once again found herself in five nineteen hot water after famously complaining about influencer life mm-hmm. and her workday ending at five nineteen. Now, did a paid allegedly? Well, it is a paid advertisement. Uh, well, yeah, but she didn't use hashtag ads, so right. But she put underneath her tag like L'Oreal partner or whatever wording she needed mm-hmm. to use, and uh, did a eyelash mascara demonstration, and then turned to the side, turned back around, and some are saying that she applied a little falsy, a little falsy to enhance the look. And there's been an outcry, to say the least, mm-hmm. to the point where you could like feel the cracks yeah. in the earth separate. Mm-hmm. and out Volcanoes from, are erupting. Up from hell. The winds are... <laughs> well. <laughs> up from hell rose Jeffree Star, who said, you rang. L- yeah. And ran, I think, to LA or somewhere with a quickness to buy the mascara in question. And do a true review. You know what really kills me about all of this, though? And I don't know shit about makeup. But I thought when she was applying it in the second or third round or whatever, that it was like you could see how it was being applied. I thought it looked nice. Yeah. So I feel like it could have been good as is. Yeah. But then it became an issue. Well, that's what, and now everyone's saying, like, you know, because Bretman Rock did it. I, uh-huh. I love Bretman. I think right. he's fantastic. Right. He did the same thing. And no, everyone's all like, of the girls came out of the woodwork that I haven't seen in a minute. 33 million views on this original TikTok. Damn. Wow. Well, I also will say that this has just done numbers for that company. Like, yeah, because now everyone's buying it. Trisha Paytas also did a video of it. Mm-hmm. She tried it. Um, and she pointed that out at the beginning of the video. She's like, this is all the influencers are buying it to try it now. So anyone trying to cancel her for the video, it's backfired because now everyone wants to talk about this product. Yeah. Well, I think she will be just fine. It'll be a standard two to three week stay off the internet, come back on situation. I don't think this will be the demise either. But the fury around this is wild. The discourse, the fury, the rage. I will say... She did need a slap on the hand for not... If it's truly an ad, like, you cannot be that deceptive. Right. Like, it needs to say ad in the front line of the text, and it has to say it somewhere else or whatever. You can't be Yeah, it's like a law with commercials and stuff. Yeah. You can't do all that. So, I get that part of it. And especially, yes, if you're enhancing the look, that doesn't help either. Uh, it's a messy situation, but I don't think this is the end either for her. It's mascara. It's makeup, but it's always been makeup, and there have been several Dramageddons because of makeup. Yeah, this is literally Dramageddon 3.0. Yeah. Did you watch Jeffrey's review of this? I did not, but I saw it happen. So dramatic. So dramatic. I can only imagine, because I saw him saying he's back to call out the the hate the bullshitters mm-hmm. in the industry. What did he ultimately decide? Is it good? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he said he liked it. <laughs> I'm, that's what I'm saying. Is like when she applied it and like flipped the thing around and did it again, it looked good. So I was like, sure. But yeah, he basically said that people will lie for six figures. And well, that's. I mean, he's not and he's wrong. Like, and as long as they keep on lying. <laughs> I'm never going anywhere. Like, okay, this, <laughs> this, is, the, this the is... final two seconds of it were like, so as long as these bitches are going to keep lying, 
I'm not going anywhere. I can't. But I will like, say, right. you know, sometimes if somebody has to be checked for very clearly violating like ad rules, it's like, yeah, that you can't be deceptive. Yeah. So. The comment that really summed it up for me was the Michaela BFFR. <laughs> be for real, for real. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the new Gen Z saying. So if you be see BF, for real. BFR or B, yeah, 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 yeah. It's like BFFR. I don't know. And then Ulta, did you see someone at Ulta set up that thing where they put falsies with <laughs> mascara and a photo of her holding up? No. They like made a fake sign. It's Damn. so wild. That is wild. It's just wild to see how much this can explode. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think it's a great time to <laughs> shout out this week's sponsor, L'Oreal Paris. <laughs> You'll always be known as the girl who didn't go to L'Oreal Paris. Yeah. The all new the, mascara. The all new. How is your summer at the beach with your boyfriend? How'd that turn out for you? Lash glue. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's yeah. the thing is, though, it's like I get it because this is why I'm so picky about promoting anything it's like i don't want to be i don't know but also yeah well l'oreal has not knocked sponsored. at our door yet but i will put on that mascara i'll promote a powder sure sure i've never worn oh no it's live worn mascara I... I feel like that that wendy meme of the guy was like i've never worn heels before <laughs> right ladies and she just stares at him <laughs> I i've only done eyeliner promote a powder if we move this to a video podcast, which we have to talk about that, by the way, a little bit. I have been experimenting. Okay. Um, I will need a powder. Okay. So I'll take an elf check. Sure. Especially in the summer when you start sweating. Mm-hmm. Okay. Not well, sponsored, but. But putting out into the universe. Shout out to Lindsay for getting me hooked on it. Okay. Affordable. <laughs> $3. <laughs> anyway. So that's the uh, TikTok drama of the week. But question for you, because. Yes. Usually when you get, like, on one FYP, it will lead you to something similar. Yeah. Did you land on Little Debbie Tumblr drama? (laughs) did not. No. Okay. It missed me. Did anyone else? Because I think I liked a video that said, like, if I get one more video about this mascara in my FYP. So I liked it. So then I got transported to another timeline of drama where this girl makes tumblers where she puts like clay around them or something and Mm -hmm. makes these shapes yep and she makes little debbie cakes and there's a whole drama about it oh yeah so they're like canceling her for poor quality two hundred dollars for a tumbler that is that looks like a giant cake does it look good it is of a certain aesthetic that's not for me okay (laughs) you don't want a little debbie tumbler (laughs) no (laughs) I didn't know what a little Debbie was. I was like, what's this fucking cake? I can't even picture that. So this is it. So it's like these little Christmas things. Yeah, that looks cool. But there's a tumbler inside of it, not sponsored. And so she's been making them, but allegedly the quality has not been good. So now she's getting canceled. Mm. Mm. It's just so fascinating that there's these buckets of drama. Oh, yeah. There sure are. Yeah. We were talking in the live chat about Psychic Natalia, that drama. Yep. We're on that same FYP. Yep. Anyway. <laughs> you can bully us over on the review section of this podcast because... <laughs> That's happened. Before we get... Oh, it has, actually. Before we get into new music, if you love the pod, 
and all of the insightful information that we give you every single week, <laughs> leave us five stars below. Or if you would like to support us, we do have a Patreon at patreon.com slash legends. Only. Where we do an after show every week after um, the show. The show. And this week we will be discussing some Ashley Simpson news and some Spice Girls news. That is correct. Let's discuss some bops, shall we? We shall. It's been a action-packed New Music Friday. Very oh, yeah. busy week. Very busy week. Yeah, we've got some bops and bangers. So last week, Kim Petras put out Burr. Right. Which we forgot to mention, but it is growing on me. Mm-hmm. Would you say it's hot as ice? Um, No. It was nothing. It's like nothing touches blackout, but like, well, I just meant ice because cold. Oh, oh, burr. <laughs> I get it. It's growing on me. Okay. On first listen, I was like, Sophie, knock off. And I was a little like, you know, mm-hmm. but now I'm, I'm kind of into it. Yeah. I thought her performance mm-hmm. was good on Seth Meyers. I believe. Yep. Yeah. There's also a track that is starting to gain steam, I feel like, by an artist named Madison Rose. The song is called Thunder. Yes, Madison. We've shouted out her album last year, and she's got quite a few bops. And it's great to hear that something is hitting because Mm -hmm. she makes music that sounds like if 2011 Maximal Pop never, you know, fell out of favor, basically. Very Katie, Britney... She could have like an Alexis Jordan happiness kind of Very a moment. Very Alexis Jordan, yes. That's a high compliment. Yes. If you don't know happiness by Alexis Jordan, pause this podcast and go listen to it. Exactly. It is a classic. But yeah, I, um, I've been following her on TikTok and I feel like now it's starting to gain steam. Mm-hmm. So, And I think she's performing in Brooklyn or she performed in Brooklyn last night mm-hmm. and again in like uh, two or three weeks from now. Yes, yeah, she performed at Rosemont, I think, or Three Dollar Bill or something. Yeah, yeah, she's had some some bops along the way. Better off alone and iconic. She perform. She's performing at Baby's All Right in February as well. Have you been there? Mm-hmm. Is it cute? Yeah, I almost went last night. Interesting. You next time you should go. I know. I don't have anything to wear. I mean, it's. I need to get a fine. stylist. <laughs> Brad Goreski, help me out. <laughs> It's fine. It's Brooklyn. You can wear whatever. I know, but uh, we'll discuss more in the after show. Okay. Um, okay. Anywho, <laughs> what is probably my favorite track of the week? Oh. Well, mm, may, mm, <laughs> maybe it's up there. Uh-huh. Pink swung in out of nowhere. Well. Which, by the way, every time I think about pink, I think about the tweet. If you have not seen it where it says Dorinda at BravoCon, <laughs> and it is pink twirling on the thing where she's just doing flips. And I can't unsee it. And so every time I see pink doing anything, I just think Dorinda at BravoCon and I start laughing. That checks out. <laughs> but the song ironically is called trust fall. <laughs> so- so Which is ironic because she's never <laughs> she's actually never coming down to the ground. Guess what? Tell her to touch grass. She can't. No, she can't. She's flying. Yes, Pink is here with truly a very unexpected collaboration with Fred again, who we've discussed several times, mm-hmm. giving us a 
Body Talk era Robin song, Think Dancing on My Own, Call Your Girlfriend, Trust Fall. It's, it's good. It really Bop. is. Bop, 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 bop. I was surprised. I haven't been checking for Pink in a hot minute. I was shocked. And uh, yeah, it does. It does go off. Props to Pink. I mean, yeah. And once again, she is not touching the ground in this video either. No. She's just, it's a thing that she has cornered. It's the oddest thing. It's her Joanne hat. Yeah, but that lasted an era. This is at least a decade now. Yeah. Longer. And it's like, we get it. But also, like, it's impressive, but it's also like, I don't know. I haven't really, you know, I did, I was big into pink in the early O's, mid O's, Mm -hmm. but then I felt like at some point it stalled a little bit. A lot of her stuff has not aged particularly well of the like girl bashing, the slut shaming. Yes. A lot of that has aged like milk. Stupid girls. Yeah. Hooker. That bonus track. Oh, the performances where she's like beating up the Britney dolls. Yeah, there's there was a lot of that that didn't age super well. So I don't know, but at the same time, I do love that song "Sober," Uh, and I do love. Well, love is a strong word, but I am enjoying this song. It did make the playlist, so I'm listening. Bob, listening. I think trance is coming back. It really is, and I think this is like in that. God, I hope so. The girls are going electric. I need some Ian Vandal Castles in the Sky. Oh. That's what I need on the radio right now. In any case, we also have an artist named Zara Larson, who we're mentioning for the first time on this podcast, <laughs> who has a new bop out called Can't Tame Her. I think it's very Blinding Lights inspired slash in that same realm. Yeah. Can you guess who it's by? Can I guess who this is? Um. Well, oh, I know who it's by. Do you? Yeah. Danger? Yeah. Yeah. That is insane to me. Not that his sound should be like Blackout, but like, that's crazy. It's Danger. For those who don't know, Danger did a ton of Blackout. The Danny came Welcome to the Dollhouse album. Oh, I mean, he had quite the imperial period. And uh, yeah, just surprising. Wouldn't have expected it. I like it. It goes a little fast. We're in a fast era of songs and it's Blinding Lights-esque, I think, in the beat. You know, I like the beat. It's... It's cute. It's fun. It's fun. To me, this is giving playlist song. Yeah. Like, it's not lead single. Sure. But it's fun. Yeah. But it's not changing. You know, it's not like, um, I'm waiting for someone to have, like, a hold it against me moment where they Mm -hmm. change pop. Well, that is the the next person we're going to talk about, well, later down, uh, Ava Max. But, Mm. you know, as she said herself. Oh, yes. Yes, she sure did. Yep. (laughs) She sure did. But before that, we are heading to Albania for our Albany bangers of the week. Speaking of Ava, we also have somebody. Good morning, Rita Ora. <laughs> We're talking about you. Again. Again, You Only Love Me, a song that was teased for quite a while. Row three. RO3 incoming, featuring a music video with some unexpected guests. That- the Multiverse of Madness. And like very LO specific. Yeah. In a very like, like unnerving who is way. Listen- who is out there listening? Uh, because Addison, Show yourself. To have Addison Ray and Lindsay Lohan in your intro for a Rita Ora song is. Yeah. I'm a little unsoothed. Same. <laughs> Which one of you is it? Which one of you told her to do that? 
<laughs> she bought the cameos for them. Fucking little telltale rat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. Could you imagine if? <laughs> Who's it for? Oh, okay. <laughs> it seemed extremely cameo-esque. Just yeah. to be like, oh, sweetie, good luck with your <laughs> wedding. <laughs> And I hope you keep on serving cunt. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Very. Which, oh, I don't think we mentioned it because we might have been off, but Amy Phillips on Radio Andy Mm -hmm. brought up that clip to Luann. Oh. I hope you keep on serving cunt. Okay. I hope you keep on serving cunt. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. How did she respond to it? Well. Good. Yeah. She was like, well, they paid me to say it. Yeah. Good for her. And they. Oh, oh my God. Luann also liked one of my comments where I asked if I could do a remix for her. Oh, well, collab From cease and desist. To to still cease and desist, but remix my album. Literally, I'll remix one of her songs, Girl Code. Absolutely. I've been begging for someone to change pop. Luann, (laughs) call me. Well, You Only Love Me is here. What did you think? I feel like Rita has a very unique style to her songs. Mm -hmm. And I think having a little break from her music for a a little while and then listening to this, Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, she really does have a niche. Like, there's a sound. I agree with you. Like, it gives me Lonely Together, which is... Uh, which is to PG. say that I also think this song sounds like 2017. Right. It sounds like where she was at before. Mm-hmm. It's neither a compliment nor a diss. No. I just think it's rooted in, like, a point in time versus an evolution. I actually Agreed. think... the I think the, the Big the Bang EP was a little more... Oh, like experimental. Fun experimental. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which we need to talk about that, too. The bang EP. Oh, yeah. But I like it. No, I like it too. Mm-hmm. I think Arita Bop never fails to bop. It's not her most boppable, but no, it's good. No, there needs to be justice for other Rita yes. Ora songs, yes. but I like this. I definitely like the, oh, ooh, uh, the little after part. <laughs> that part I like, but yeah, it goes also goes too fast, but we knew that. that yeah, we need justice for the bang EP still. We sure do. Which... A little bit of TikTok talk. I don't have it written in the doc here. But did you see Alt Ego, who mm-hmm. did Toxic Pony? Yeah. And I think they're great. Yeah. But they're teasing a new song out called Bling Bling. Yeah. That is literally bang, bang. Yeah. And I'm so confused. Well, isn't it all a Crazy Frog sample? Yes, but it's um the the new lyrics where it's like bling, bling, bum, bum. It's what Rita did, but with new lyrics. Uh, uh. It's like a carbon copy of what Amon Beck did with that track. And they're promoting it as if they plugged it into AI and AI made it. Mm. And I'm so I'm so confused. Yeah, that's a whole wormhole that I'm like not particularly excited to go down of where exactly this is going. Because now Stan Culture has like taken the AI. They'll do like... Britney demo of an Ariana song, Lana singing this song, Gaga singing video games by Lana. Mm-hmm. And I'm already feeling nervous about like the lack of media literacy and people taking things as fact. And especially because some of them sound quite real. I'm yeah. like, oh, we're like on the the edge of of to- total chaos. I yes. feel like of of just anything goes. Everyone thinks these demos are real, you know. 
It's kind of scary to me. Yeah, this was a little like I because the whole audience comments were like, oh, my God, bop, bop, bop. And I'm like, wait, did AI actually make this? The Gaga singing it's video a, games is like really convincing. Yeah. And yeah. the Ariana one. Some of the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although, did you see the one where the whistle note, the no. AI whistle note, and it goes completely like <laughs> yeah. out of key and like it's really funny. Yeah, but it does. As interesting as it is, I find it kind of scary. Yeah. Yeah. And confusing. Yeah. So this will be interesting because I... It's also a needs... legal nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, you can do covers of songs. Yeah. But I don't know. Like, if this actually gets released, is Rita going to... Are we going to have justice for Bang Bang? I have no idea. Get a good lawyer, honestly. Yeah. So this will play out. Yeah, this will play out. There'll but... be some sort of a uh, Blurred Lines lawsuit Ooh. that will kind of determine where people stand with these things. Yeah. Because also that Rita song's not, it's 2021. Mm-hmm. Like if it was 10 years ago, I'd be like, yes, finally. Right, right. But it like just came out. And yeah. like one of the songs on the EP, like won a Grammy, Unclear. nominated. Unclear where this is heading. But, uh, you know, they moved the doomsday clock to 90 seconds to midnight. So we're getting there. What does that mean? It means like they, the, it's the closest ever to the apocalypse. Don't they keep saying that every year? Oh. Uh, well, I think we're getting, you know, closer. Oh, so it, like, it's not moving back? Yeah, they d- adjust it depending on, like, how close we are to, like, the world ending. Wow. Yeah. 90 Seconds to Midnight, mm-hmm. the new Taylor Swift album coming <laughs> soon. That's <laughs> yeah, fine. You know, we also have some albums that came out. We do? Plenty, actually. and Not enough that we can cover in this time, but we have some standouts, some moments. Shout out to Sam Smith. I really like this album. I have n- admittedly not heard it yet. I was shocked that I was really liking it. I think that the um, the order of songs, I think, is a little off. Like, the cohesion is a bit off. But I'm liking the vibe mm-hmm. of, like, the choral, or not choral, that's in the ocean, choir. <laughs> the choir. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, and, like, yeah, the choral. And, like, bop. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's also very queer. Like, there's a lot of um, queer uh, lyrics, and there's a RuPaul sample, which at first I kind of giggled at. Mm -hmm. But then I was like, wait, this actually makes sense. And then the interview that they did where they were talking about their weight and, like, the criticism. And Mm. I don't know. I was really pleasantly surprised, and I enjoyed it. Shout out to Gloria. Shout out to Gloria. I don't know who she is. (laughs) I, yeah, I have not dug into the album yet, but I will. Mm-hmm. There's been a lot. Speaking of Sam's, actually, shout out to Mr. S.G. Lewis. Is that what S stands for in mm-hmm. SG? Mm-hmm. Oh. Exposed. Except I'm pretty sure it's just right there on the Wikipedia. Yeah. Oh, oops. <laughs> Samuel George Lewis. Ooh. Mm-hmm. But SG's fun to yeah. say. I get that. Audio Lust and Higher Love. The follow-up <gasps> to, to Times. Not to be confused with one of the best songs ever made, Higher Love. Higher Love. By Kygo. Of, oh, of course. Yes, the follow-up to 2021's Times is out. I did a fun little catch-up with SG and talked about the album. And he also talks about trading texts with Nelly Furtado about ideas and music. And she invited him on stage to do a performance in Australia at the end of the year. So Ooh. I... She's a, having a little TikTok resurgence she too. She is, and I do think that's probably informing a comeback of sorts. I do <gasps> hope that they get into the studio. He named Bonnie Vare, Charlie XCX, and Sade as collaborators he'd love to work with, which 
is a sleigh. And yeah, it's a cute little interview on Elite Daily. And the album itself is fantastic. It's yet again, disco, good times, good vibes, just really great references throughout the album. Feel good. We've got some collabs, Miss Tuvalu. We've got Fever Dreamers, one of my favorites, Lifetime. It's great. Love it. He got a little braver with his own voice. There's even more tracks with just his voice. And I think like he really kills it with his own voice. So very proud of him. An ally to the community. We don't stand men normally. but Valentina, ally. <laughs> yeah. A rare exception, honestly. Good to the gays and are really appreciative of the gays and had a beautiful answer actually about the gay community and saying that so many care about pop production and the liner notes and the writing credits like he does like a nerd like that and so he really relates to the community because they care about pop music the way he does oh my god we need to make you a singer now it's for you me (laughs) well i did take singing lessons for american idol so (laughs) no i tried so hard Hmm? the intro oh yeah I, ugh, girls, keep doing this, please. Well, and, and men. <laughs> and um, anyone. So, oh, God, I'm canceled. Oh, to I do, like, like, dramatic I'm, intros? I feel like the, that Rihanna clip where you, she's like, yeah. um, and, you know, and all the, the pronouns. And uh, <laughs> You've been canceled, like, 12 times Everyone this gets it. I'm always just thinking of how someone can take something I say and flip the context of it and cancel me. That's everything, At though. all times. Yeah. That's well, why I'm so tired. <sighs> anyway, I love the intro of this, mm-hmm. and it goes into Infatuation, which is, I yes. think, my favorite song. Infatuation's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Can I tell you what I did last night? Oh. So, because I was going to go out last night, I, there was a party that was happening in Brooklyn. I sound so... Oh, so trendy. I'm so old. Um, But, like, I can't because of my foot. So, I was really <laughs> okay, upset. Okay, Beyonce. Yeah. So, I took an edible and I was listening to SG Lewis last night and I was literally just standing in place. (laughs) Sounds like my first and only edible experience. (laughs) And I was just standing in place and I was just like bopping. That's, (sighs) I don't blame you. It gives you that feeling. Yeah. And I was just like imagining like disco lights around me. Mm -hmm. And I really, I literally felt like I was in a different world for a moment in time. And then I opened my eyes and went, oh. Yeah. And here we are. And I'm not that way anymore. Yeah, it's probably better in that world than this one. Yeah, and then I just went to bed. Okay, well. Yeah. Not bad. But infatuation, bop. Well, absolutely a bop. Also the Christina song, bop. Aguilera? Yeah, her version. Oh, oh, wait. Infatuation. Yeah. Got you. Thought you were talking about her disco song. Oh, telepathy? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Bop, but in a different... (laughs) 2015 or whenever that was bob the fighters jumping out well you know we've been talking quite a bit about dance floors and we've been talking quite a bit about diamonds diamonds why don't we put them together for the long-awaited much anticipated critically acclaimed diamonds Slay! dance floors by ava max she's here finally officially pushed back leaked leaked changed covers all the drama and we're finally here the sensation sweep a psycho sensation is here now she Changing did pop. have a viral quote from her rolling stone interview claiming that sweep a psycho sort of put 
pop back on the map. They ate her up. They did eat her up in in the quote (laughs) retweets. But you know what? I will say when that song came out, I did defend the fun 2008 dance pop vibe of it all. Mm -hmm. Because that is still how I feel about her, which is like, can we please have some fun, silly dance pop that isn't... We're all going to have fun! You know? I love a banger. You were also ahead of this because I feel like if my memory serves correctly, uh-huh. you have a video of me at Vodka Soda Bottoms Up. Vodka Soda. And I'm like, oh my God, what song is this? It's so good. Yeah, I do. <laughs> yep. I do have that video. So there is proof. There is proof. That I'm bopping in real time to uh, a then unknown artist yes. to me. It's true. It's true. And we're here now with the follow-up to Heaven and Hell, uh, Diamonds and Dance Floors. Now, she's also kind of leading a little bit of a way with the sampling. She is. pop music. She is. The interpolation legend. Mm -hmm. She made it work, and so did Georges, by doing My Head and My Heart. That lip sync helped elevate it. Yeah, and I feel like, you know, and here we are now. So, at least three-fourths of this album was released by the time it actually came out. Yeah. She kept chucking songs out on streaming, and there were Reels. Like four singles. It's been a lot. So we've heard much of it already, but the, the whole thing is here. The teasers were there, the visualizers. What do you think? Bops. It's, it's just, it's bops. Turn off the lights. Last Night on Earth. My two faves. And Weapons, too. Mine are definitely get out of my heart, turn off the lights, and sleepwalker. Mm, yeah, sleepwalker, ghost. I also, and I think I might have mentioned this before, pretty much disagree with every single choice compared to what they have on this album. I think you know, get out of my heart, turn off the lights. Last night, on like all of these would have been better choices. I agree. I don't think Million Dollar Baby is my favorite. No, she's not the Million Dollar Baby on this album. No, not at all. It also really bothered me, and, and like it doesn't matter, but like it's not that serious. But like some of the snippets of the tracks on her Instagram reels were like not the best parts of the song, and it was like True. a random photo of like her hair. <laughs> and I'm like, I want to share this because it's the best song on the album, but like you didn't pick a good snippet. Well, I would say one of the big challenges of this era has certainly been visual consistency, and also yeah. having a cohesive visual statement has been hard. There have been several wigs and several looks. There's not really a story told. We, no. we love a themed album of any kind. And there's really, besides diamonds and dance floors, which could be enough, but it wasn't even consistently that. No. Yeah, it definitely struggles to tell a story. Because there's also the coffin where she's... She's in a coffin it's like for a visualizer. Yeah, like the old Ava with the chopped wig uh-huh. is like being laid to rest. And I'm like, well... It's also uh, a little too soon for that. Like yeah. we need... We can... The, the wig, first of all, should have carried for like three albums. Well, especially because the motto was like a fucking a peak, anthem. Peak Crooked Bob moment for her. That solo Ava music video yeah. is a fucking serve from zero, zero <laughs> to the... I could have just said start to finish. I don't know. Why I just, every second of it is a fucking sleigh. It's true. It's true. And then she was like, oh, coughing it. It's a bit of a frustrating situation in some ways. But at the end of the day, the bops bop on this album. And I do think it is a great, fun, throwaway, dance pop, mindless album. For mm-hmm. sure. It reminds me a lot of like a Eurovision 
array yeah. of bops. She should do Eurovision. She should. I mean, <gasps> she was born in Wisconsin, I believe, but as she, uh, she is Albanian. I don't know. Let's let's get her some country. Speaking of Eurovision, coming up, Laureen. I think mm-hmm. I texted this to you. Yeah. The producer who did Stay the Night by Sagala yeah. was in the studio with Laureen. Oh, uh, yes. Yep, yep. Ready for that. Yeah. She's going to go off. There's a lot of good Euro finalist entries already. I put some of them on the playlist, but um, Game of Love by Lowe's, um, Alessandra, Queen of Kings. There's like a lot of bops that are bopping already. So we'll see how those play out. But back to Ava. She was on Kelly Clarkson. Oh, mm-hmm. I didn't see that. Yeah. How did that go? Well, I think it was fine, but like her look was giving, and this is so niche and like m- probably just my brain problem. Mm-hmm. But do you remember when Gaga first came out and she was on TRL with the Jonas Brothers and she had that red um, hood yes. thing? Ava's outfit was like that, but black. Cool. With the blonde hair. And I was like, oh my God, that's exactly what Gaga wore at TRL. Okay. Well, that's just she's, a little visual. She's not beating the Gaga allegations. No. But I mean, it's whatever. It's fine. Like, it's not that serious. But she's back to blonde again. I'm like, wait, you just, I thought you buried her. I, I, I yeah. There's no visual consistency. And I think that's part of the problem of like, maybe I'm the problem. Maybe she is. But, I would love to just see a more consistent... I mean, the wig was the moment. Yeah. Know what she could have done? What? She could have brought back the Adrian Maloof tinsel hair with sure. diamonds. Sure. Bring it back. Absolutely. You know, do you remember that little thing um, that you clip in your hair and it puts the gems? Sure do. She could have brought that back. Gen Z would have ate that shit up. The hair feathers? Oh. Oh, yeah. That's a whole other story. I know. I always wanted, like, the little gemstones in my hair. Oh. We used to take like Kool-Aid and like highlighters and like dye. But like I have red hair, so it never worked. Yeah, that wouldn't do it. That's okay. And I used to get bullied for having lip smacker lip gloss. Mm. Yeah. Well, anyway. You kind of deserve that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But this album slays. Yeah, it's she did great. And I mean, it did get pushed back three months, but it's here now. So enjoy it. Avatars, Maxinistas, pause up. Well, we've got even more coming up, but we're saving it for the after show. Yeah. But we'd like to thank you all for joining us for an action-packed week. Lots of stuff this week. Plenty of music to listen to this week. Plenty. There's so many that I haven't even mentioned yet, but yes. And you can listen to some bops on the Legends Legends Only playlist. playlist. Which you can find at our little Linktree link Uh on socials. Available on Spotify and Apple Music. Yeah. And stay tuned for the after show over on patreon.com slash legends only. And, and until next week, oh, new month next week. New month. New month. Rihanna's starting. Yes. Grammys, Super Bowl, it's all happening. See you then. <laughs> See you then. See you then. And until next week. <laughs> See you then. <laughs> See you. We will. See you soon. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.